0: Hi, everyone. My name is Austin Doehler. I'm a visiting scholar at the Penbine Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement. Today, I'm speaking with Edward Joseph, who is a professor of conflict management at the Johns Hopkins University School of Advanced International Studies. Ed, thanks so much for taking time, the time to talk to me. And I'd love to discuss some ideas from your recent article in Foreign Policy called How Trump Lost the Balkans. Uh, To start off, I'd love it if you'd be able just to briefly tell us where you think Trump's Balkan policy has gone wrong and where where U.S. foreign policy towards the region should should go from here.
1: Austin, thank you very much. Great to be with you and the listeners today. And I mentioned to you that I'm actually calling you from Pennsylvania, uh, here right on the verge of the U.S. election and uh, this crucial state here doing uh, canvassing, get-out-the-vote work for Joe Biden. And what's interesting is how in this campaign, even as late as this past week, Donald Trump has still been invoking his supposed success in the Balkans in rallies. Just last week in Nebraska and in New Hampshire, he has touted what he claims is this great success uh, in September at the White House of bringing together uh, Serbia and Kosovo for. Uh, this so-called economic normalization agreement. What I write in the article is how in contrast to the bragging uh, that of so-called flipping the script, which is what uh, Rick Cornnell, his uh, senior uh, his special envoy, has said, uh, I point out, yeah, they flipped the script. They've made the situation worse. And the way they've made the situation worse, the Trump policy, is by solely focusing, on these economic areas and openly stating, openly, clearly stating that the political disputes do not interest them, they have invited the parties to take advantage of that and to make these uh, political disputes worse. We've seen in the just in the days, in the days after this September 4th uh, uh, so called agreement in the White House, we've seen. The uh, aggressiveness and the rhetoric become in between Serbia and Kosovo go to toxic levels, and we've also seen Serbia, uh, in contrast to the claims of the uh, of the White House, we've seen Serbia walk back some of these other commitments that pertain to China and to Russia, and it, almost within days of this supposed success, and uh, we separately saw between. Bulgaria and North Macedonia. A similar effort the next month, just uh, here in uh, just in, in October, where the Bulgarian defense minister concluded this deal with the Pentagon. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, very close to Donald Trump, they concluded a deal for the purchase of F-16s. And it's clear, the White House never said anything about the dispute between Bulgaria and North Macedonia. And what happened two days after a follow-up senior State Department official also goes to Sofia, heaping praise, heaping praise on Bulgaria for uh, its supposed commitment, commitment to the alliance. Two days later, that very defense minister threatens to send Bulgarian forces into North Macedonia, a dispute that he had been very vocal, strident about, was well known. And again, the administration, the Trump administration focusing solely on transaction and economics, uh, not caring about the political disputes has made them worse. Please.
0: No, you make a lot of great points. That makes a lot of sense. I'd love for you to maybe briefly outline where you think uh, would be President Biden would take a different direction, how he might engage with the region in a different way than President Trump has.
1: Well, we can see from Biden's uh, history and his approach, there several clear differences. Number one, he believes in working with our European allies. And this is, again, something that flagrantly, proudly, the Trump administration is, has said they're not doing. And what the, the Serbia-Kosovo arrangements were done in direct competition to the, uh, what the EU is doing. And we've seen since that deal, again, all this bragging by Donald Trump The EU led political negotiations have faltered since then. So that's number one. The second is Joe Biden is not afraid of dealing with difficult political challenges and doesn't believe in that you avert your eyes to a problem simply because it's difficult, the way the Trump administration is doing, and just uh, focusing, oh, we can do these transactional uh, elements and we don't have to worry about that. So that's the second. clear difference. A third clear difference is Joe Biden actually has lots of experience in the Balkans going back to the early 90s. And I should point out, as vice president, uh, visited the region and had uh, very successful oh. visits to uh, the major capitals, to Sarajevo, I'm to Belgrade, and to oh. Pristina.
0: Um Well, Ed, it's been great. I know we're running out of time. Vice wanted. Thank you again for taking time to speak with me and engaging on a very pressing and important topic.
1: Austin, it's been my pleasure. Look forward to continuing the conversation with you back in Washington.